Shalom and welcome back to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily podcast from Jerusalem, where we read you the entire Bible in one year, based on the weekly Torah portions. I am Harriet and I will be your reader today, this Monday the 20th of December or the 16th of Tevet on the Hebrew calendar. And today the parasha this week is called Shemot, which means names, and the portion from the Torah is Exodus or Shemot, chapter 1 verse 18 through chapter 2 and verse 10. Please join me as we first bless and thank the Lord for giving us his word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to his people Israel and to all peoples through his Son, Yeshua the Messiah, our Master. And now to our portion from the Torah. So the king of Mitzrayim called for the midwives and said to them, Why have you done this thing and let the boys live? The midwives said to Paro, Because the Hebrew women are not like the Egyptian women, for they are vigorous and give birth before the midwife comes to them. God dealt well with the midwives, and the people multiplied and grew very mighty. Because the midwives feared God, he gave them households. Paro commanded all his people, saying, You shall cast every son who is born into the Nile, but let every daughter live. A man from the house of Levi went and took a daughter of Levi as his wife. The woman conceived and bore a son. When she saw that he was a fine child, she hid him three months. When she could no longer hide him, she took a papyrus ark for him and coated it with tar and with pitch. She put the child in it and laid it in the reeds by the Nile's bank. And his sister stood far off to see what would be done to him. And Paro's daughter came down to bathe at the Nile. And her maidens walked along by the riverside. And she saw the ark among the reeds and sent her servant to get it. When she opened it and saw the child, and behold, the boy was crying. She had compassion on him and said, This is one of the Hebrews' children. Then his sister said to Paro's daughter, Should I go and call a nurse for you from the Hebrew women, that she may nurse the child for you? And Paro's daughter said to her, Go. The young woman went and called the child's mother. And Paro's daughter said to her, Take this child away and nurse him for me, and I will give you your wages. The woman took the child and nursed it. The child grew, and she brought him to Paro's daughter, and he became her son. She named him Moshe and said, Because I drew him out of the water. That was Exodus or Shemot 1.18 through 2.10. And our portion from the prophets is today, 2 Samuel chapter 3. 
Now there was a long war between the house of Shaul and the house of David. And David grew stronger and stronger, but the house of Shaul grew weaker and weaker. Sons were born to David in Hebron. His firstborn was Ammon of Achinoam, the Jezreelites, and his second, Chiliab, of Abigail, the wife of Naval, the Carmelite, and the third, Avshalom, the son of Maaka, the daughter of Talmai, king of Geshur, and the fourth, Adoniah, the son of Hagit, and the fifth, Shephatia, the son of Avital, and the sixth, Etream, of Egla, David's wife. These were born to David in Hebron. And it came to pass, while there was war between Shaul's house and the house of David, that Avner made himself strong in Shaul's house. Now Shaul had a concubine, whose name was Ritzbah, the daughter of Aya. And Ishbosheth said to Avner, Why have you gone into my father's concubine? Then Avner was very angry about Ishbosheth's words and said, Am I a dog's head that belongs to Yehuda? Today I show kindness to the house of Shaul, your father, to his brothers, and to his friends, and have not delivered you into the hand of David. And yet you charge me today with a fault concerning this woman. May God do so to Avner, and more also, if I do not do for David what the Lord has sworn to him to transfer the kingdom from the house of Shaul and to set up the throne of David over Israel and over Yehuda, from Dan even to Beersheba. And he could not answer Avner another word because he was afraid of him. Avner sent messengers to David on his behalf, saying, Whose is the land? And saying, Make your alliance with me, and behold, my hand will be with you to bring all Israel around to you. He said, Good, I will make a covenant with you, but one thing I require of you. That is, you will not see my face unless you first bring Michal, Shaul's daughter, when you come to see my face. David sent messengers to Ishbosheth, Shaul's son, saying, Deliver me my wife Michal, whom I was given to marry for one hundred foreskins of the Philistines. Ishbosheth sent and took her from her husband, from Paltiel, the son of Laish. But her husband went with her, weeping as he went, and followed her to Bahurim. Then Avner said to him, Go, return. And he returned. And Avner had communication with the elders of Israel, saying, In times past you sought for David to be king over you. Now then do it, for the Lord has spoken of David, saying, I will save my people Israel out of the hand of the Philistines and out of the hand of all their enemies. Avner also spoke in the ears of Benjamin, and Avner went also to speak in the ears of David in Hebron, all that seemed good to Israel and to the whole house of Benjamin. So Avner came to David to Hebron and twenty men with him. David made Avner and the men who were with him a feast. Avner said to David, I will arise and go, and will gather all Israel to my lord the king, 
that they may make a covenant with you, and that you may reign over all that your soul desires. So David sent Avner away, and he went in Shalom. And behold, the servants of David and Joab came from a raid, and brought in a great plunder with them. But Avner was not with David in Hebron, for he had sent him away, and he had gone in Shalom. When Joab and all the army that was with him had come, they told Joab, Avner the son of Ner came to the king, and he has sent him away, and he has gone in Shalom. Then Joab came to the king and said, What have you done? Behold, Avner came to you? Why is it that you have sent him away, and he is already gone? You know Avner the son of Ner. He came to deceive you, and to know you're going out and you're coming in, and to know all that what you do. When Joab had come out from David, he sent messengers after Avner, and they brought him back from the well of Sirah. But David did not know it. So when Avner returned to Hebron, Joab took him aside in the middle of the gate to speak with him quietly, and struck him there in the body so that he died for the blood of Asahel, his brother. Afterward, when David heard it, he said, I and my kingdom are guiltless before the Lord forever of the blood of Avner, the son of Ner. Let it fall on the head of Joab and on all his father's house. Let there not fail from the house of Joab one who has a discharge or tsarat, or who leans on a staff, or who falls by the sword, or who lacks bread. So Joab and Abishai, his brother, killed Avner, because he had killed their brother Asahel at Gibbon in the battle. Then David said to Joab and to all the people who were with him, Tear your clothes and clothe yourselves with sackcloth and mourn in front of Avner. And King David followed the bier. They burnt Avner in Hebron, and the king lifted up his voice and wept at Avner's grave. And all the people wept. The king lamented for Avner and said, Should Avner die as a fool dies? Your hands were not bound and your feet were not put into fetters. As a man falls before the children of iniquity, so you fell. All the people wept again over him. When all the people came to urge David to eat bread while it was yet day, but David swore, saying, God do so to me, and more also, if I taste bread or anything else until the sun goes down. All the people took notice of it, and it pleased them, as whatever the king did pleased all the people. So all the people and all Israel understood that day that it was not of the king to kill Avner the son of Ner. The king said to his servants, do you not know that a prince and a great man has fallen today in Israel? I am weak today, though anointed king. These men, the sons of Zeruiah, are too hard for me. May the Lord reward the evildoer according to his wickedness. That was Second Samuel chapter 3. Now the portion of the writings. We are still in the book of Psalms, and today it is Psalm 72, a psalm by Solomon, or Shlomo. 
God, give your king your justice, your righteousness to the royal son. He will judge your people with righteousness and your poor with justice. The mountains shall bring shalom to the people and the hills righteousness. He will judge the poor of the people. He will save the children of the needy and will break the oppressor in pieces. They shall fear you while the sun endures and as long as the moon throughout all generations. He will come down like rain on the mown grass, as showers that water the earth. In his days the righteous shall flourish, an abundance of shalom until the moon is no more. He shall have dominion also from sea to sea, from the river to the ends of the earth. Those who dwell in the wilderness shall bow before him, and his enemies shall lick the dust. The kings of Tashish and of the islands will bring tribute. The kings of Sheba and Seba shall offer gifts. Yes, all kings shall fall down before him. All nations shall serve him. For he will deliver the needy when he cries, the poor who has no helper. He will have pity on the poor and needy, and he will save the souls of the needy. He will redeem their soul from oppression and violence, and their blood will be precious in his sight. They shall live, and to him shall be given of the gold of Sheba. Men shall pray for him continually. They shall bless him all day long. Abundance of grain shall be throughout the land. Its fruit sways like Lebanon. Let it flourish, thriving like the grass of the field. His name endures forever. His name continues as long as the sun. Men shall be blessed by him. All nations will call him blessed. Blessed be the Lord Elohim, the God of Israel, who alone does marvelous deeds. Blessed be his glorious name forever. Let the whole earth be filled with his glory. Amen and Amen. This ends the prayers by David, the son of Ishai. So that was Psalm 72. And now our final portion for today will be from the Apostolic Writings. And we will read Luke chapter 4, verses 1 through 21. And Yeshua, full of the Ruach HaKodesh, returned from the Yarden, and was led by the Ruach into the wilderness for forty days, being tempted by the devil. And he ate nothing in those days. Afterward, when they were completed, he was hungry. And the devil said to him, If you are the Son of God, command this stone to become bread. And Yeshua answered him, saying, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word of God. The devil, leading him up on a high mountain, showed him all the kingdoms of the world in a moment of time. And the devil said to him, I will give you all this authority and their glory, for it has been delivered to me, and I give it to whomever I want. If you therefore will worship before me, it will all be yours." And Yeshua answered him, Get behind me, Satan, for it is written, 
You shall worship the Lord your God, and you shall serve him only. And he led him to Jerusalem and set him on the pinnacle of the temple and said to him, If you are the Son of God, cast yourself down from here, for it is written, He will put his angels in charge of you to guard you. And on their hands they will bear you up, lest perhaps you dash your foot against a stone. Yeshua answering said to him, It has been said, You shall not tempt the Lord your God. Now when the devil had completed every temptation, he departed from him until another time. And Yeshua returned in the power of the Ruach into Galil, and news about him spread through all the surrounding area. He taught in their synagogues, being glorified by all. And he came to Nazareth, where he had been brought up. And he entered, as was his custom, into the synagogue on the Shabbat day, and stood up to read. And the scroll of the prophet uh, Yeshayahu was handed to him. And he opened the scroll and found the place where it was written, The Ruach of the Lord is on me, because he has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim release to the captives, recovering of sight to the blind, to deliver those who are crushed, and to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. And he closed the scroll, gave it back to the Shamash, and sat down. And the eyes of all in the synagogue were fastened on him. And he began to tell them, Today, this scripture has been fulfilled in your hearing. That was Luke 4, 1 through 21. And that concludes our reading for Daily Bread for today. However, if you're reading through the Apostolic Scriptures or the New Testament twice this cycle, you will also read 2 Corinthians chapter 13 today. Well, we are in the middle of very fascinating stories in all the different parts of the Bible. And um, if you have children that are listening with you, if you're homeschooling, or you have your children with you when you listen in anyway. Um, I, I think it's such a blessing that they get to hear all these amazing uh, stories and the lessons we learn from them, from the Word of God. So many blessings to you. We are praying for all of you that listen and your families. And uh, we want to also every day give you blessing from Jerusalem and from Israel to you and your household. So shalom, shalom from Yerushalayim today.